Unfortunately, the title of this video is not clickbait. When they told me I was being put on a PIP performance improvement plan, it was humiliating. Not because I was worried about what other people would say or think about me, but because of the disappointment I had in myself. When you set high standards and fail to meet them, one must look in the mirror. And that's what we're gonna talk about here today, the story how we got here. The beauty and simplicity of sales is that the result is binary. Either you hit the target or you don't hit the target. The mission of any world-class sales organization should be to hit the target despite any given set of circumstances. Historically, I have been a high performer. The first six quarters of my career as an account executive, I hit my quota and I promoted from an account executive level three to account executive level five very quickly. In Q2 of this year, I missed my quota for the first time in like three and a half years. I finished 83% of quota on a $216,000 quarterly quota, which was 30 times higher than my initial ramping quota. So I felt okay about it, but I wasn't happy I missed quota. In Q3 of this year, I had a horrible, horrible quarter. I finished about 45% to plan. And as much as I want to make excuses or tell myself a narrative of, hey, you had a deal in verbal commit, but they were contractually obligated to stay with their existing vendor against their will. As much as I want to make an excuse as to why one deal is going to make or break me going to President's Club or me being on a performance plan, I must accept responsibility for my performance and look myself in the mirror and really reflect on, I need to get better. I need to better serve you guys. And as I've reflected on the last 72 hours since being told I was being put on a pip, I was frustrated at the beginning, but as I've had the chance to really think about it more, I believe that there's some lessons that I've learned that hopefully will help you in your own journey as well. Lesson number one is that sales is all about what have you done for me recently. Put this in perspective. I've been an account executive for eight quarters. I've hit my quota six of those eight quarters. My total aggregate quota, if you were to add it up, is roughly $1 million. My total quota attainment is $1.5 million. So you may be thinking, well, Trent, that's roughly 150% of pace historically as an account executive at the same company. Why are you being put on a performance plan? Well, let me tell you, because all that matters is what have you done for me recently? Lesson number two is that the marketplace does not care about your feelings. Hopefully your company cares about your feelings, but they do not care about your feelings more than they care about profits. You are a number at the end of the day to the company. And I can appreciate this. And I think that this is beautiful in many ways. Companies say that employees are their greatest asset. Ultimately, employees are a line item, expenses. So employees' value can be measured by the input, how much the company is paying you, and your output, your productivity. And if that ratio is not where the company wants it to be, then there's a problem. There's a misalignment between shareholders' interest of profit and your actual feelings as an employee. I'm not upset that I'm being put on a PIP. I don't think it's unfair. I think it's completely rational. If I were an organization that wanted to cut cost in a challenging economic environment, I would set extremely tight performance standards so that I could put 
40 to 60% of my workforce on a performance plan because it's gonna drive out the low performers due to increased scrutiny, and it's also gonna marginally increase productivity. So it's actually completely rational behavior from the perspective of the company, but we're, when you were on the receiving end as a frontline employee, it's easy to take things like this personal. It's easy as a sports star to be traded without even being called by your team. The marketplace does not care about your feelings. All that matters is what have you produced recently. Lesson number three, and this is more of a personal note, is that this experience has been a major wake-up call. I feel like I'm in survival mode. My back's against the wall. I have that extra fire because my job is legitimately on the line. And this should be a signal to you as well if you haven't been laid off to evaluate your performance as well. The numbers do not lie. And if I look at the last 90 days, I am not performing to the standards I set for myself. So I need to get better because of this. And I think it's gonna be a learning experience. And in the long run, I will be better because of it because adversity is a prerequisite to success. So if I look at the strategy that's gotten me to this point and that's helped build this community of other like-minded salespeople, it's purely been work ethic. I started out my software sales career as a sales development rep. I've made 50,000 cold calls and I've always approached the job from that perspective of I will outwork everyone, I will make more calls than everyone. I have come to the conclusion that the person I am today is not gonna get me where I wanna go and my approach of just simply outworking everyone is not going to work and lead to sustained success as a senior account executive. There comes a point in time when you need to dial back the outbound cold calls. You've touched everyone in your book of business. People are naturally more hesitant to setting up time to evaluate new solutions. So I need to change my entire approach to a more value-based, thoughtfulness approach of critical thinking and offering true value in all of my outreaches. It takes the same amount of time to work a 40K deal as it does a 5K deal. So I need to fundamentally get better at sales. So that is gonna be my entire focus, getting better at sales so that I can find my way in my career, get to the next level. I wanna be an enterprise rep and I ultimately wanna take you guys along the journey with me. As I've reflected more and more, I do not wanna be an influencer. I don't wanna be an investor. I don't even wanna be a talented sales guy. I wanna be a businessman. And when you look up the definition of a businessman, it's someone with financial acumen, business acumen. The person's knowledge or talent is never in question. It's their business acumen. It's understanding the numbers. It's understanding all of their variables at play, not just being particularly talented at one skill or having domain expertise in this one vertical. It's being well-rounded and seeing the entire forest from the trees. This video was not easy for me to make because anytime you're labeled as PIP, you are not performing in your career. And I'm someone that talks about success. I'm someone that talks about being a sales influencer, talking about what to do. But I think it's important to also talk about when you are failing. <laughs> and objectively, I'm failing right now by the numbers. So I need to get better. And I'm not gonna sit here and act like everything I say is the right or the best way to do things because I'm still learning myself. And I'm gonna bring you guys the most authentic version of myself as I can. I think that's important. 
And that's, that's what I value. I value radical transparency. And, and that's how things have been. That's how things will continue to be. So now is the time to double down on our work ethic. Now is the time to get in the best shape of our lives possible and survive for these next six to nine months. Let's make it happen.